Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It's the Chris and Amy Show. Check it out. St. Louis, Mount City. We are going to have a great day today. Now, Amy Marks scores Chris Ranji on KMOX. Let's take it from the top. Good morning, everybody. It is Friday. We've got Hancock and Kelly sitting in with us, as they always do, for about the first 45 minutes of the show. Amy Marks scores Chris Ranji, and we want to hear from you. 314-436-7900 to call or text voicemails 944-1120 we're on social media if you want to find us the handle is the same everywhere at chris amy kmox time now for the top of the order the top three stories everybody will be talking about well they've done it it looks like officially now george santos has been expelled from the house of representatives the vote coming down just a few moments ago we will get into that in just a little bit And former Supreme Court Justice Sandra Day O'Connor has died. And uh, Israel has resumed its uh, campaign, its military campaign in Gaza against Hamas. We will discuss that coming up as well. We've got a very packed show for you today. A lot of people are coming up. We have our no-prize football pick'em, which is happening today. And uh, we we did have a listener who was supposed to be involved uh, but dropped out. So if you want to participate, yeah. If you want to participate Do they have COVID today, or I don't know what's going on with them. I think they went to um, Banff. But if you <laughs> were, was it, uh, it wasn't Henry Kissinger, was it? Dude, what? No, Henry Kissinger was not it. No, he died. Okay, yeah, well, no, died. I know that's why but he unexpectedly dropped he might out. Have, he, you know, he was in a New York Yankees commercial a long time ago. He didn't running like... the bases. It was a really weird commercial. Yeah, he was running the bases and he slid <laughs> oh, into home. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. And then about. Rudy Giuliano, Giuliani yeah. says, come to New York. He was it's- also in the Vogue fashion uh, section and they asked, they go, what suit are you wearing? To Kissinger, what? Yeah. What suit are you wearing? What? Oh, I, remember I think this. we're done here. <laughs> I remember that. All right. So if you're interested in taking place in our no prize pick them challenge at 1230 today, all, all we'll do is give you games. You decide which team's going to win and you get nothing if you win. That's right. That's the deal. Bob Ramsey will be your opponent along with oh. Amy and me. So send us a text message if you're interested and give us your name and you might get reached out to uh, 314-436-7900. So uh, Michael and John. Um, just within the last 10 minutes here, maybe even less, the vote is official. George Santos has been expelled from the House of Representatives. Your thoughts? Good. What took so long? Uh, you know, Amy said, hey, they did it. I was like, it took them a year and a half to do it. This guy should have never have been there. I, it does set a uh, pretty big precedent, though, that uh, when was the last time somebody got expelled from Congress? Well, it's only happened twice since the Civil War. Enough said. So, yeah. so uh, it is a definitely a historic day, but uh, glad we're moving on from that nightmare. Yeah, he was a mess. I mean, he is a mess. And uh, somehow he managed to get elected to Congress. So, <laughs> see ya. Well, I have this question. Just thinking about this politically, is it... 
Republicans lose the seat, so it makes the 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 majority a little slimmer. So Three. it makes the job uh, yep. tougher. Yeah. But politically, is it better for them that they did this as opposed to rallying around him and protecting him? I don't think and it then, matters. Do you think it would? Yeah, that's that's the question. Would it have mattered to them? Would it have cost them in the next election? It may have played a role in some races up in in New York, but I don't think this is going to be a national narrative. I mean, let's not forget. Remember the pull out of Afghanistan and we all said, oh my goodness, you know, this is going to impact the way people are going to vote in the future. It's so distant that, you oh, know. Oh, no one votes on foreign policy. Well, no, but I'm what I'm suggesting is issues come and, and go, go in this world yeah. and this guy Although, will be a fleeting memory shortly. I mean, you mentioned Afghanistan. That is precisely when Biden's poll numbers flipped and they haven't recovered since. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it stuff does. Now, but the Santos thing, I don't think will have much of an impact. I, I think we'll have a hard time holding that seat next year. So that's, I feel stupid, but I guess this, we haven't had an expulsion like this recently. What happens immediately to the seat? It's just empty. It's just empty. It's just empty, like if somebody died. They'll have a special election, but I don't know, being this close to an right. upcoming primary, that they'll even have a special election. I don't know if that's set by Congress, but it's typically a state uh Function right? Uh, the... Yeah, every I think every state is different uh, in the way they do that. Usually, I think the governor calls a special election. Whether that will happen here or not, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. So, what about the the majority now that I mentioned is slimmer? Um, effectively speaking, though, how much more difficult does it become to govern now? Well, they haven't been able to govern at all uh, in the entire time that they've been there. I mean, they've been spending most of the time trying to figure out who's going to be in charge. Uh, so the fact that that uh, majority got smaller probably isn't helpful, but the reality is is they haven't really been governing to this point. The House is kind of running the standstill. Okay. I Switching topics a little bit, but keeping on annoying political happenstance. <laughs> uh, the debate the debate last night with Gavin Newsom and Ron DeSantis, did either of you watch it? Did either of you care? And do either of you have any takeaways from it? I didn't watch it. I was out uh, celebrating last night. I barely made it here this morning. Oh, yeah. Too much. Way too much. At 7.30, I woke up. I'm usually here by 7.30, so I had to call Hancock. Anyway, I didn't watch it. Um, the, what I did see, uh, my guy Gavin Newsom did it. And what You know, he's a handsome fella, isn't he? That's well, what I took away from the You were drinking. Photo. You know, he would be He's a handsome dude. You know, what, you know what he looks like? He looks like a movie politician. Yes. yes he does. So when they, when they, like a movie president? Uh-huh. Unless it's somebody really famous See, that you already he, know. It just he looks he, like a guy. He looks like a mixture of a movie president and someone who forgot what Justin Trudeau looked like but tried to recreate it. Oh, I think he's far better looking than Justin Trudeau. I don't think I, he's good looking. What are you people talking about? What are handsome. you talking he's about? He's a handsome fellow. He's a handsome guy. Justin Trudeau's baby-faced. But I, he's I don't supposed think to be Gavin handsome. Newsom has a more classic handsomeness. He does, yeah. but don't you think like if those were the two leaders, people would be like, wow, look at those two GQ guys. Because totally. Justin, well, Trude yeah. Justin yeah. Trudeau has yeah. a GQ yeah. vibe about him. I think sure. he's supposed to be Do you think people handsome. really vote on that? Yes. Yeah. Okay, are you able to when you guys do your your work, your political analysis? Yes. Are you? Do you? Is that the kind of thing that you look at whether or not a person is attractive and how that affects no. their candidacy? You kind of are to deal with what you're dealt dealt. But if you have a, an attractive candidate, but can you, you put a lot it? of pictures uh, out there? Yeah, okay. You know, you put a lot of pictures of them out there. 
But you can't really measure no. how much it helps, like 1%, 2%. Well, no, no, because nobody would tell you that that's why they're voting for somebody. Really? Even no. if it was anonymous? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I, I, people will not want to admit that that's what they... I think Bernie Sanders is cute. What? I think he's funny. Well, there's you got a, a fear? There's a... <laughs> he's, he's always upset. He's always in his little outfits and he's kind of hunched his over. Little... I... <laughs> he's wearing suits. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if Bernie Sanders is cute, you must think the three of us are hot. Oh, yeah. I mean, no, we're, I, we are I hot. see what she's saying. I don't saying. think there's any fear of that. I Michael. see what she's saying. She's like, he's an adorable old man. Yes, and he's always crabby, yeah. and I'm like, I kind of feel like Bernie today. Yeah. Every day I wake up, I'm like, well, I kind of feel like Bernie Sanders. If he weren't so progressive, I would vote for him. I would feel the burn. Anyway, I think being cute matters. Doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt. I, I, I would think it's a uh, probably a tiebreaker. You know, if two candidates are pretty equal, like in a primary, if two candidates well, have about the same thing. Television, one, JFK versus the, Nixon. The debate. They, that's what they say. They say people who listen to the Nixon-Kennedy debate thought, thought Nixon, Nixon won on the radio, right. but on television, Kennedy. Because you know what Nixon wasn't? Cute. And do you know what else? What? He wore a, I think it was either a, a brown or a gray suit that sort of blended in with the background. Yep. But Kennedy wore a dark suit that contrasted with the background, yeah. so he stood out. And it popped. It popped. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what that's you, you want to pop say. out there yeah. when you're yeah. you know, trying to make a statement. You want to pop. You got to. Dude, that's why you have John in your wardrobe. You know, you wear maybe all dark colors. You got a little bit of color, a little bit of red or something on your outfit. It pops. It's, you got to pop. That's right. I mean, I I've, been, I've been popping for years over here. You I really know, are. Yeah. I know we're going to get to... Last night, Michael was popping Michael bottles. Michael was popping oh, last night. He was popping it, it bottles was, all night. It was not good. Okay, well, I'm just going to ask my question now because we, we've been derailed and we're going to come back and talk to uh, talk about Sandra Day O'Connor, the all first right. woman uh-huh. on the Supreme Court. Um, John, Michael, you guys are in politics. I think we all know and can agree that a banana republic is a bad thing. Unless you really like bananas. It's a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. Why did they name the store that? You know what I mean? Don't you ever walk by Banana Republic and think that's like totalitarian shop? I don't no, know. Why would no, they call it that? Uh-uh. I had Why? never associated that with politics. Is, is there, there's nothing good with a Banana Republic. Well, I mean, <clears throat> I think bananas. They don't, are, they don't know, know what it means. I don't know. Very I think some of their shirts the way, are kind of slimming potassium. and no. <laughs> make you look good. No, but a real. We don't get enough potassium. A Banana in our diet, Republic. A basis. Right? Is like when you strip all the right. resources, it's used, it's, it's a horrible thing. Why would you say that's what I'm going to name my store? I well, think they didn't know, and they thought it was like Tommy Bahama. No, you think I, they didn't I'm know. Sure, huh? they went huh. to great. It was like naming the Chris and Amy show. You go to great marketing uh, lengths to figure out what's going to appeal to most people. They wanted it to be safari themed. Okay, but that's not what a banana. That's Republic what they. Is. That's what that was their intent, See? according to Wikipedia. They don't know what it means. You might be right. I don't think they knew because there's nothing positive about the connotation of a banana republic. Okay. I think they thought it meant And then tropical. in 1983, Gap bought it. Just, oh, we know well, that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Just, just out of curiosity, how, how long has this been fomenting in your brain? Like that you've oh, been thinking a year. Of, really? Yeah. yeah. It's just every time you walk by it, you think that. Yes. Huh. What, do they, what do they time. sell there? I don't Clothing. Even, clothes. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the real kind of skinny stuff. Like, it, oh, well, yeah, yeah, we'd have our time preppy, like preppy business. Yeah, but it's yeah. all this slim stuff, you know, like tight fitting. It's really more you casual. Know, that kind of stuff. It's like nicer casual stuff. I have noticed that they, they're selling the suits now that hug, you know, the, the coats are real tight on Everything you. is tight. It's not, it's not good. So I'm attempting to grow into my suits so that they're 
fashionable. <laughs> Looks like you're doing it. I'm doing a fine job. Damn, will you uh, will you be putting on a suit this evening for your 33rd wedding anniversary? <gasps> no. Uh, is this your anniversary today? It is. Happy it is anniversary. my anniversary. Happy anniversary. Thank you. John. Thank you very much. Yes. Uh, George Ann. No, listen, we're congratulating him. The person we ought to be thanking is George, George Ann. Ann. Jeez, oh, Pete. She Thank does George put up Ann. with a lot. Yeah. Long-suffering. Um, but, but she does it well. No, but no suit tonight? Because in the past, you've, you've put on a tux. Well, that's when I made dinner yeah. at the house. That was for our 30th. That was a big number. Uh-huh. 33 is, you know, eh. 33. You don't you don't think that's a big number, huh? Yeah, I mean it's a bigger number than 32, but it's not a it's not a particularly, you know, momentous number. Cuz it's not a round number. Yeah. yeah I, I mean you, 33 if you're married, is about as round as it gets. 33 and 36, I mean, you know, that's all kind of in the in the mix there. So you think you it's all 40, blase until you hit 40, huh? 40 is going to be big. Oof. If I, you know, Lord willing, uh, I'm still around at 40, but yes. I hope you're around at 40. Well, I hope I am, too. Yeah. I hope you outlive me. Well, John Hancock. I hope we all do. Michael Kelly. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I will throw you out the window. I love her. <laughs> Dude, you know what she says? She Everybody thinks she's really nice, oh but God. she secretly says the meanest crap. <laughs> like what? You just told John, oh, you're filling out your suit nicely. He's trying to compliment him. Yeah. That's not a compliment, yeah. you doofus. <laughs> John Hancock, Michael Kelly with love in the room here. With Amy Marks, Corson, and Chris Ranji on KMOX. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app, the biggest sports radio stations in the country, providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams, all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives, streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Hey, a couple of text messages, 314-436-7900. And uh, the text message here says that uh, uh, the creators of Banana Republic probably understood Americans have no idea what it means because we're dumb as hell. And we would think, oh, it's tropical. It's Tommy Bahama. That's that's what it sounds like if you don't know what an actual Banana Republic is. Do you think Tommy Bahama's a real person? Um, Well, Mr. Bahama, give us a call. Um, I bet Tommy is. Oh, great. <laughs> what? Did you say something well, I about it? You spent time on Banana Republic. I'm like, I wonder if Tommy Bahama was really somebody. I bet Tommy was. Yeah? And he just came up with the name like, Bahama? Yeah, I bet his name is like Tommy O'Malley or something. And then he just gave himself the name Tommy Bahama. I will also say, Amy, that um, uh, Tommy Bahama came after Banana, Banana Republic. Republic. Yeah, about 10 years later. Yeah. So Tommy's like, I, I remember the first Banana Republic I saw was inside Union Station when I was a kid. You know, Union Station used to be a mall down there. Oh, I had a really, it's been many things over yeah, the years. They had a real fancy to, uh, Banana Republic. Doodles Christmas the Clown time. used to yeah. perform there. Doodles. Yeah. Hey. Another message, yeah. guys, says uh, Gavin Newsom looks like a lounge lizard. What does that mean? Well, he's got a long A lounge neck. lizard? Yeah. If I have this right... 
a lounge lizard is a handsome guy that goes out and schmoozes the ladies. Hey, how you doing oh, there? Hey, you know, we got some obviously. live music he here tonight. During, uh, he did that during what's COVID. That? <laughs> uh, our guy, uh, Tony Viviano. Tony Viviano knows a couple of lounge lizards. Tony, why why do I know that name? He's, he's the, a noted singer he's in town. Todd, I can tell you this. If you Bennett were walking stuff, around brother. town with Gavin Newsom and went to like a restaurant, he would be winking at all the attractive ladies. He'd be like, does he know her? And you'd be like, wait, how do they even oh, know each other? Oh, I think he he's too be. classy to walk around <laughs> winking at people. Well, he, he was married the, to, what's her name? I know. Yeah, Gilfoyle. Yes, Kimberly Gilfoyle. How, right? how did that happen? How do you handle it when a, when a person winks at you? Like, a, like a, when winks at you, do you think, ooh, that's a creeper? Or do you think, oh. You... First of all, no one ever winks at me. Really? <laughs> no one ever winks at me. Really? Except for Mason Jar. But other than that. Mason Jar winked at you? Well, I mean, I, when I know, like, if we're, like, at a party or something. And he sees you from across the room, yeah, he gives you yeah. a wink. And I, how I, does it kind of make your heart flutter? Of course. Yeah. Oh. Of course. What would happen if John and I saw you in a bar and rather than waving our hand, we kind of winked at you? Is that is that I, creepy? I'm well, not no, going to be winking at anybody. Because I know you guys. For the record, yeah. I'm not like, winking at anybody. I was like, I oh, there's Michael. Know. He's sloshed again. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to know. Winking at everybody. <laughs> From the He's two even of you. winking at Republicans. He, he, he is an operator. I'll tell you that guy. Something in my I've, I've seen him. I've go seen ahead. him. You were going to say to, something. In the uh, words of Michael, hey now. Yeah, from, from now. The, exactly. John and Michael, I would kind of like to know how you open. What? Open what? Well, you know, when you, when you, oh. in your day when you were. Uh, I never ask a girl out on a date in my life. Ever. That's an. No, no, it's true. Outrageous lie. No, it's true. He never even That's asked her That's an outrageous lie. You no, never one time said, hey, once. do you want to go out uh-uh. sometime? You're. I'm, okay. I'm just telling you. Just, so they always came up to you? No, I have uh, usually intermediaries uh, that would... Uh, Shuttle what? diplomacy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was having a fundraiser, and uh, the gal that was organizing the fundraiser, we went to lunch, and uh, she said, so are you seeing anybody? And I said, no. She said, are you interested in anybody? And so I said, well, you know, honestly, that Georgian Christie... I kind of like her a lot. Uh, she said, well, why don't you ask her out? And I said, yeah, I don't know. So uh, she arranged for Georgianne to be my escort to the fundraiser that evening. And that's how that was our first date, November the 7th. Did you wink at her? Uh, when no. You're up there talk- that's got to be pretty empowering. You're up there talking to all I these did, people uh, and you got your first date. I did give her I did give her a kiss on the front porch, though. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. On the yeah. first oh, date? Yeah. Yeah. John. I mean, it wasn't like a lingering thing. What, what, uh, why, why wouldn't he get a kiss her on the first date? Listen, I mean, back they... in my day, we have family values here, John. Well, You're not it was smooching on the first date. I wasn't. I wasn't like sticking around for like twenty <laughs> minutes on the thing. I just gave her a kiss, and <laughs> and I, I I even I even pulled out my Chuck Woolery oh, Chuck oof. Woolery line. Okay, that's right. I All said right. I said you know I said as I'm leaving I said you know Chuck. I think I'd like to have a second date. You said I, Chuck? That's what I said. You know, I was watching Jerry Maguire last night uh-huh. for a little bit. Yeah. Have you guys seen that movie? Yeah. Yes. The you human know, head and, weighs and about there's 10 a pounds. Little, there's a little makeout on the porch, uh-huh. on the front porch, the first Not time they hang out. Out. They're kind of like, yeah, I mean, he's, you know, the it's, dress fall. It was, it's, and I'm thinking, this is a lot in front of the neighbors. It wasn't <laughs> like that, was it? No. Okay. It was, a, it was a nice, I had a fun time. Thank you for coming. You are incredibly beautiful, and I didn't tell her that. Oh, I, was oh. thinking, I was thinking it, and 
Can, I gave her a little kiss. Can I just give a quick update? In the 1980s, Tony Margulies and Bob Emfield and their wives mused about never leaving a beach. They invented a character named Tommy Bahama and asked themselves, what would Tommy wear? And that's how they created Tommy Bahama. How about that? Well, this conversation well, came full circle. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm going to hear your question, uh, Ronch. Nice shoes. That's how you open? Yeah. Oh, my God. Those are cool shoes. There's they they do love they do love when you the they do shoes. love when you compliment their shoes. They love talking. They? Women do. Girls. Women love it. They love do? those shoes. Really? Yeah. It's KMOX. Chris and Amy on KMOX. Amy Marks, Kors, Chris Ranji. We have John Hancock and Michael Kelly in with us uh, in studio because it is Friday. 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 We love to have you guys in. Um, John is watching Ronnie O'Sullivan do something. Yes. Uh, the snooker guy. Yes. He's, a, he's playing. The deciding he's... frame in the quarterfinals of oh, the no. UK championship. Oh, it, how's it looking? Well, it's early. They're still playing safety. Okay. Uh, so How as soon long? as. Does a snooker game take? It uh, can take 45 minutes on the long side. And, well, Ronnie, you know, he's the, the rocket, so you blink and you miss him. So once he gets mm-hmm. in, he's liable to roll the table. Got a documentary out on Amazon Prime, which you can't watch in the in this country. And, and John is infuriated. It's ridiculous. I mean, yeah. the guy's got fans all over the world, obviously. And uh, you'd want to be able to watch the documentary. I'm sorry. That's how they say it over Can you know, believe across the, the pond. Documentary? This is like my best the, the pal. Documentary. I have to listen to this nonsense all the time. I, I know, buddy. Yeah, it's, whatever. The Ronnie uh, documentary. So as we were coming in to work today, the news of uh, Sandra Day O'Connor, who passed away, the former Supreme Court justice. And, and Amy uh, looked this up in the office. I didn't realize how long it had been. It was 2006. Yeah. yeah when 17 she, years ago. Yeah. That's, that's a long time. And uh, it... I mean, it's sad news today, but also a pioneer. Oh, you know, yeah, and just like learning more about her life because obviously you're reading about it in the history books, and in some ways, because a Supreme Court justice is a lifetime appointment, you forget that she's you know she was still living. It wasn't as if she had already passed yeah, away. Yeah, it's fairly rare for somebody yeah. to, to survive 17 years after leaving the Supreme Court. That right. doesn't happen very often. But her life, so she grew up on a cattle ranch. Without electricity or running water, she went to Stanford at 16, mm. graduates from law school, and can't get a job because of her gender. Like, she went to Stanford. She's this brilliant woman, couldn't get a job because of her gender. So her first job, she offered to work. It was like at a county uh, deputy uh, in, was it was that an area, in California. She worked for free. No money, no office, and just offered her services, and eventually they started paying her a small salary. But a quick fun note, she got four marriage proposals in college, one of them from William Rehnquist, who would later serve wow. with her on the Supreme Court. Now that is a little I did fact. not know that. Yeah, that's a she fun She said fact. no? Yeah, she said no. Well, what, was she sitting couple. in a booth and guys just walked up and asked her? <laughs> How's that there, work there for marriage of, proposals? There weren't a lot of ladies um, at Stanford whoa, 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 in the whoa, 50s. Hold on, hold on. Maybe she was a catch. No, I think she's a catch, but I also think the there weren't a lot of fish. You're, you, you made it sound like, hey, there was nothing else. So no, I okay. think the best thing about her was her mother, Ada May Day. Is that not one of the great That's, names of all time? That is a great name, Ada May Day. No, I did not know that yeah. was her. 
mom's yeah. name. Yeah. But it's really thinking about, and I know different time people saw things differently. Um, it's just, it's unbelievable to me now that that women were so looked down upon, like, oh, she can't possibly do this job, right. and only men can do this job. Is it, it's just... Isn't My sister was alive that? before when there was no, there had never been a female Supreme Court justice when my sister was alive and only two years before I was born. What? That's crazy. It, it is. And so it's really not that long ago that we thought of women as if they couldn't do something that, that men can do. Right, like you can't, well, it, you can't be a Supreme Court justice. Run because, marathons in 1984. Women just, weren't allowed to run it until took 84. Us, uh, until two that, years ago, before we had a woman that was in the executive branch. Yeah. I mean, yeah, well, I'm with you. It feels like it. It it was much longer ago, but it really wasn't. So here's what it makes me think, and I think about this a lot. What is the thing now? And there's probably more than one. But what's the thing right now that 30 or 40 years from now people are going to look back and say? I can't believe those people thought that. Or I can't. Football? I, football? Football. You're going to have uh, women receivers out there uh, catching passes well, and dancing well, down even, the sideline. I don't even necessarily mean that. I just no. mean, is there a is there a predominant thought or way we do things or way we see things that decades from now people will look back and say, what, what, what were those people thinking? What was wrong with them? Huh. I have a few of them, but I don't want to get into it. Oh come on, oh. Amy! No, you no, can't no. do that. Oh, no. You can't. You can't tease something like that and yeah, then not just come give us one. No, the, this moment belongs to Sandra Day O'Connor. Well, hmm. this is bad radio that you go out there and <laughs> tease everybody and they're not the list. I agree. She says, I have a great one, but I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> you guys, I've got a story this that's unbelievable. This one will set the world on fire. But. I'll pass. I'm gonna hold on. <laughs> Just give us, yeah. give us one. She's not gonna do it. I I don't think so. She's I hope Steve's it. not listening. <laughs> Why? What? What is so controversial about it? Well, if she told you, you'd know. That's what the point is, uh, right? And uh, mm-hmm. we don't we don't want to create that kind of chaos That's here right. at the uh, Studio mm-hmm. B, at the That's Voice right. of St. Louis. We want to be calm and cool. That's right. No, 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 man. The, we don't want to do that anymore. But uh, going back, though, to Sandra Day O'Connor, it really interesting because this was something that I brought up. A lot of people were pretty upset when Joe Biden had said uh, when when he was running for president in 2020 that, like, if he were elected, you know, he's going to name a Supreme Court justice and he would want to name um, a a black woman to that position. And he was going to name the first black woman to this position right. of Supreme Court and everyone's like, oh, a lot of people are up in arms that that's not how the process should be should be um, declared. But I think they forget when Ronald Reagan was running against Jimmy Carter, he was trailing specifically in the female vote uh, shortly before the election. And so he said, if you elect me president, I will name nominate the first female to the Supreme Court um, of the United States. And that was Sandra Day O'Connor. That doesn't... Uh- should that make people angry? I don't feel like that should be a thing that we should be upset about. Well, I think the point that folks were making was that you should nominate the most qualified person, period, and you shouldn't set arbitrary parameters and exclude a bunch of people from consideration. But that is that is suggesting that there isn't somebody who is a black woman who is as qualified as anybody else. Right. And so, I, like, why couldn't that be the tiebreaker well, in this one case where there that that 
mm-hmm. demographic is not represented. Well, and I think we had that conversation um, multiple times because, you know, you take qualified a qualified person. Would it have been better if he had uh, named Supreme Court Justice Katanji Brown Jackson to that position without saying, first, I'm going to name this, this, and this, because it almost, it could take away from her own qualifications that she has on her own independently. I think that was the conversation as well. Would people say, oh, well, she's a Supreme Court Justice because of this, when really she's a Supreme Court Justice because of her qualifications. Right, and I think it would be lazy to suggest otherwise. And that's that's on the rest of us. And the, re- the reason I bring that up is it's not unprecedented Right. In politics, because Ronald Reagan did that with Sandra Day O'Connor, who we do know was very qualified on her own right. I think the ultimate point is and I I always look to the what is the Rooney rule in football, which requires football teams, NFL teams to interview black candidates for head coach. I think it's right. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't necessarily mean they get the job, but there are a lot of people who hate that rule. And I think I think it makes a, a, a lot of sense because the argument against it is. Well, why don't you just hire the most qualified person instead of forcing a minority to get an interview? And my perspective on it is, hey, there are a lot of very qualified minorities that never get the opportunity to even interview. So it's forcing owners who typically go a certain way when they when they look for head coaches or whatever. I think it's good. I think I think something like that is is good, and it ends up, um, hey, maybe a guy gets an interview that wouldn't have otherwise gotten one, and he can prove himself. Maybe he doesn't get that job, but maybe he gets another interview and then ultimately does prove himself. I think it's a great thing. Another uh, aspect of Sandra Day O'Connor being on the Supreme Court, she represented the last politician to serve on the Supreme Court. When she left in 2006, there was no longer a politician on the Supreme Court. But up until that time, I think— I think there had always been some politician eventually became a member of the Supreme Court. She served in the Arizona Senate, I believe. She was in a Arizona state government and ironically became a judge in Maricopa County, which everybody talks about now. But she was the last politician to serve on the Supreme Court. Yeah. I did not know that either. How about Amy bringing it? Buddy, well, this is unbelievable. It's uh, She actually reads the stuff. The that, 80s uh, are my jam. Yeah. I love yeah. the 80s. Yeah, the 80s were great. That was before we were Banana Republic. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. You mean no. shopping there? <laughs> I love the 80s. The 80s were good to me. Yeah? yeah. They were. The 80s were very good to me. Uh, texter says, I remember Banana Republic from the 80s. I'm 51 and still not familiar with the political meaning. Well, you can look it up because <laughs> the political meaning is the only meaning we can find. That's true. <laughs> I just think, it's just really funny. Yeah. I, People text I, I a lot here. About, they do. Do we yeah, know the do. origin of, of the phrase Banana Republic? Or why? Yeah, why? Yeah. It, has, it literally had something to do with Dole, the, oh. the fruit company. Yeah. Yeah. Not Bob. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, All yeah. Right. So, well, Dole at I one thought, time. I thought it was Chiquita. Dole Chiquita at one time had their own island in the Hawaiian same. Islands, right? Dole did what? Didn't they have their own island in the yeah, Hawaiian I think Islands? They, well, I think they owned a lot of property out there. But I think they had one. I think, was yeah. it Molokai? Was it, was that owned by Dole? 
Could have been. Well, it was. Uh, what? What are you laughing? Guys. You have a hangnail? What's going on? No, I cut my. Th- I have a paper cut, and Ooh. it hurts really bad. Oh, that's the but worst. It just happened. Don't you associate bananas with Chiquita? Am I the only one with the Chiquita banana? The yeah, that's, that's, I'll tell you, a little Tula loves the Ch- Chiquita banana ad. Georgianne pulls it up from the 60s uh-huh. and plays it while she's feeding, feeding her a banana, uh-huh. and she just loves it. She says, again. Again, yeah. she wants to see it again. So um, this is just from straight from Wikipedia to help you out. Okay. All right, all right. Um, Appreciate a, it. A, a banana republic yeah. is a, a political science term for a country whose resources and sovereignty have been taken over by powerful foreign interests. Examples include United Fruit Company's involvement in the Guatemalan coup d'état hmm. and Dole in 1954 and Dole's involvement in the overthrow of the Hawaiian kingdom in 1893. Mm. How King, about that? King Kamehameha. Wow. King Kamehameha yeah. was who they overthrew. Um, There's a hotel named after him. Yeah. There's on lots the of stuff. Well, uh, well, he was a big deal, King, King Kamehameha. Kamehameha. Yeah. Uh, well, he was a king. <laughs> Yeah, he was the guy. Back, back, back when back kings mattered. No, I think we have to go to break. Listen, uh, John Hancock, Michael Kelly. <laughs> oh, by the way, because I know everyone cares, Ronnie O'Sullivan has won the deciding uh, frame. He did it. He Hot goes dog. to the semifinals. Hot he's dog. like uh, he's like the Jordan of. What? Uh, he's. Like I can't Tiger imagine Woods. how tickled Georgianne's going to be celebrating her 33rd anniversary, knowing. That Ronnie O'Sullivan has What won. are you going to do with uh, George Anton? Well, I've got a special day planned uh, that she doesn't know about. So when I get home, mm-hmm. I'm going to put her in the car and we're going <laughs> to put her in the car. And we're going to do what we're going to do. Come on, let's go. Are you gonna, <laughs> does she have to dress a certain way? Is it fancy? Uh, well, we shall see. Okay. Is I don't want to. She's not listening. Are you kidding? We've yeah. been married 33 years. Then can you tell us? She doesn't listen to me when I'm talking in the kitchen. Oh. Right? <laughs> She's not going to turn the radio on. Then tell us. <laughs> Huh? Tell us then. I well, we're, I'm taking her to do one of the, her favorite activities. <gasps> oh, I know what that is. Shopping? Spending money. That's right. <laughs> All right. Hot dog. Happy a woman anniversary. After my own heart. Thank you. Happy anniversary, thank you, thank John you. and George Ann. Michael Kelly, go home and sleep it off. Yeah. Buddy. Good night, guys. <laughs> it's Chris. Good and to see you, everybody. <laughs> it's KMOX. Did you see that thing? I can't believe it. Something is obviously wrong. This is a joke, right? Oh, my God. Are you freaking kidding me? No way. You gotta be kidding me. Don't feel bad. There's no way you could have known that. Now, did you see this with Chris and Amy on the show? Hey, Ron. My did you see this is actually it's a birthday wish. Oh, well, I I didn't see this. I know. You probably didn't see this, but my Uncle Bob... Oh, hey, Uncle Bob. He is um, half of the duo Uncle Bob and Aunt Pat. Mm. If you've heard of Uncle Bob and Aunt Pat. No. Well, they're, they're my Uncle Bob and Aunt Pat. And Uncle Bob is 90 Oh, today. 90s. That's a lot. 90 years old. 90s a lot of years. And he... Happy birthday. They still go on Uncle the fishing Bob. trip. Like a good stiff drink every now and then. Uncle Bob is awesome. So happy birthday, Uncle Bob. I love you so much. Did you see Amy... That um, this is from a couple of days ago. Mm. You know who Machine Gun Kelly is? I do, unfortunately. Yeah, he's not great. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly offered Travis Kelsey. You know who Travis Kelsey is? Yeah. Plays for the Kansas City Chiefs. Is he, um, hold on. Um, is he dating Taylor, Taylor Swift? Swift? Yeah, yeah, the singer. Oh, okay, I knew it. I knew I'd heard of him. So Machine Gun Kelly is from Philadelphia, or I'm sorry, from Cleveland, Mm -hmm. as is uh, uh, the Kelseys are from Ohio, right? Mm -hmm. Machine Gun Kelly Mm -hmm. offered Travis Kelsey 
$500,000 to go play for the Browns. <laughs> is, that how, Which, is that how it works? Well, no. <laughs> but what I think is hilarious about this is Travis Kelsey is worth millions. <laughs> and he makes millions per year. What? Why does Machine Gun Kelly think I that half a million it. dollars is going to sweeten the deal? Also, hmm. he has offered to throw in breakfast every day. And coffee delivery from his restaurant. Oh, well, if you're going to have a free breakfast. Wait, tell us about the restaurant. That's awesome. I know a guy who says restaurant. Who? Uh, Mike Ditka. Oh. That's All how right. he pronounces restaurant. I but like what, it. What is the, don't you think that's hilarious? Mm-hmm. That's like, that's like me saying to you, Amy, will you do this? I will give you a quarter. Will you go get me some coffee? I will give you a quarter if you do that. No, but that's kind of how stamps work. I'll give you 50 cents to take this piece of paper halfway across the world. <laughs> it's kind of awesome, isn't it? <laughs> Stamps are amazing. The United States Postal Service is such a great service. It's like 30, what, 5 cents, 40 mm-hmm. cents? So Kathleen Madigan does a awesome. whole thing on this. How She's like, old people are always complaining about the price of stamps. And she's like, but really, if I sit here, I'll give you a dollar to take this piece of paper halfway across the world. I'll take this to Oregon for yeah. me? Yeah. Like, yep, okay. okay. Ron, stay with me here because it's a numbers. Did you see this? Ugh. Okay. But the great generational wealth transfer is here. For the first time in history, new billionaires now inherit more money than they make, meaning there is more money being transferred to billionaires from people dying than self-made billionaires. So 53 heirs inherited $150.8 billion from deceased relatives in the year ending in April of 2023. Okay, that sounds about right. That eclipsed the $140.7 billion that 84 new self-made billionaires made over the same period. So as far as billionaires getting money, more now is inherited than is created by uh, self-made billionaires for the first time since they started keeping track of this. That is interesting. Which is kind of interesting because I think I would have thought it was the other way. Yeah, me too. But also, it's I've... been it's been self-made tech bros, all these different things, all these different companies. Yeah. Their self-made billionaires have finally been eclipsed by uh, nepo billionaires, as they're calling it. I feel like we should find a different term than self-made. Because, and I, you probably disagree with me on this, it implies they did it all by themselves. With no help whatsoever. But some people did the heavy lifting. Nobody. Like not all of them. Like when they say like Kendall Jenner or one of the one of them is self-made. No, she was rich to begin with. But there are some people like uh, Bill Hewlett and Dave Packard. They really did it together. They were in a garage. Well, yeah, or Steve but they Jobs. also they also had help. I think people. What Everybody bothers has me? Help. Yes, but nobody acknowledges it. Mm. People rarely acknowledge it. They say, "Look what I've done. Look what I've created." Well, yeah, but you also had help along the way too. Um, I think we all should acknowledge that. I'm okay hey, with saying self-made for certain ones. When we come back, mm-hmm. Greg Store, who is a Supreme Court uh, expert, will talk to us. So he covers him for the for Bloomberg News, also a St. Louis. And Greg joins us next. We'll talk about Sandra Day O'Connor. When we come back, Chris and Amy on KMOX. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Thank you.